0: In this week's episode, I talk about capital gains. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 44 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group with First Team Real Estate coming to you from Irvine in Orange County, California. I hope you all are having a fantastic week. We are doing this episode on Wednesday this week because I unfortunately caught quite the cold from my little man uh, who was sick last week and it's just kind of moving its way through our house. So I'm a little stuffed up, so I apologize for that in advance. Today I wanted to take some time to talk about capital gains and what, uh, how they, the ramifications of them and just... Um, wanted to give you guys some tips on and some information on capital gains when it comes to with regards to property and buying real estate. So I want to first preface this with saying that before you buy any property or you sell any property you want to make sure that you talk to a uh, your accountant um, to go over all the ramifications of capital gains because you want to make sure that you are going to keep as much money in your pocket as possible that's the goal that's what we all want so that's the ideal uh, situation so you definitely want to talk to a professional about that I'm just gonna give you a little bit of information that I have on this. So one thing here in California, which is a little bit unique, is for capital gains, so any, capital gains are anything that you make on a property um, after when when you sell it. So I'm gonna look at principal residences, so these are residences that you've actually lived in um, and are your primary residence. So when you sell your property, uh, if you, you will receive some kind of gain hopefully (laughs) knock on wood and what this does is the government's going to look at that and say and find out whether that gain that money that you've made needs to be taxed so first off if you've lived in your home for over two years and you've lived in there two of the last five years total (coughs) excuse me then you are you will have some exemption to capital gains. So number 1, if you're an individual, you have $250,000 exemption from capital gains. If you are married, that doubles. So you have $500,000. So for instance, if you bought a house for $500,000 in 2008, it's now worth 900,000, you sell it, you're married, That $400,000 in capital gains, you would be exempt from that because of the uh, exemption of the $500,000 for a married couple. That's number one. That, again, is only for primary residences, so you got to look at that. Also, you want to be able to make sure that anything that you do to increase the value of your house, if you're adding a pool, if you're adding... Um, and you doing any extensive renovations? Make sure you keep all those receipts um, because that's adding value to your property, and that can be taken into account as well. So you really want to look at that. So, uh, so the the big thing difference here with California is that it's two of the last five years. So we always laugh because technically, you if you have a rental property and you have a primary residence so you can live in your primary residence for two years move into your rental property for two years sell them both and get your exemption on both which is a little bit crazy but it is something that uh can be done so but uh that so that that's the exemption part now another part that uh we've actually dealt with personally is when there is a death so if someone passes away one of the spouses passes away in a family um, what happens then so what you'll see is when someone passes away you will want to get an appraisal of the property on uh, dated the month that they've had passed away or around the, the time of their passing and what that does is it's really called a step up valuation so let's use our example again so 2000 and um, so, so we can actually use a different example we'll go back even further so if you look at buying a house some of the houses around here in the 70s were sold for $70,000, $80,000. So that house is $80,000. And in 2015, the house is worth a million dollars, right? So we're looking at almost just over $900,000 in gains. Now, one of the spouses passes away uh and so what'll end up happening is there'll be an appraisal to bring it up to that current value from the, at the date of the pa- of, of the the passing of the spouse and that will be the new value for capital gains so if then they sell and they sell it for 1.1 1. 1 and the value at the appraisal at the time of death was a million it's only $100,000 in capital gains so you're safe because of the, you have that, uh, again, you have that exemption of the $250,000 that you have now. And you also have um, a certain amount of time from the passing of a spouse to take advantage of the $500,000 as well. So these are just little things that you really want to look into when you're looking at selling your property uh, because you don't want to be dinged on capital gains. Another thing to think of is short-term gain versus long-term gain so anything sold under that that you get rid of in under a year is actually considered considered short-term gain and could be taxed at your income tax level so you really want to be cognizant of that because you could lose some money right there just because you're going to be taxed at a higher bracket because it's going to be according to income and the way the the federal government does it is they look at income brackets so if you're looking at like like 0 to 50,000, then 50,000 to 250,000, 250,000 to 500,000, or 450,000, 450, and then 450,000 and above. Those are rough numbers, but something along those lines, there's going to be different tax brackets. So obviously the more you make, the more you're going to be taxed. Um, now when it comes to income properties, income properties are a whole other ball game. If you're selling an income property and you're cashing out on the income property, you wanna make sure that you're watching all your capital gains with that as well. Because if you're cashing on that and it's not a primary residence, you will have some tax ramifications. Again, when we look at the step up, if there is a passing, that moves into rental properties as well so you won't have to pay any capital gains on those if you sell them if you're not if you're depending on how much you're making um you don't get the exemption but if you were to sell them immediately um you probably get minimal capital gains especially after fees and everything that you're um uh, that you're doing that you're paying for during the sales process so so that's a little bit about tax uh, capital gains again I just wanted to touch on it briefly because um, we recently had some some new home buyers and and we've got people selling and they're looking at holding off because they want to be in their place for a couple years and it's it's just always something to think of. You're always where our goal is to always keep more money in your pocket than uh, anybody else's. So uh, hopefully this helped you out. If you have any questions, you can always reach us uh, at zwolick at firstteam.com or shoot me a text at 949-345-1183 remember to share this out there uh, to your friends and family we want to get as much information out there our goal is to really make sure that we educate uh, everyone out there in the market so that when they're making these decisions um, whether they're selling, whether they're buying, whether they're investing, uh, they are the most knowledgeable people out there. And that's really the goal of this podcast and what we're trying to do. So again, I hope you guys have a, had are having a great week. I hope your rest of your week is killer. And until next week, take care, everybody.